right. Hello and welcome to Please Feed My Bookworm Thoughts. I'm Cassie from My Thoughts Literally. And I'm Brittany from Please Feed the Bookworm. And we have a special guest today. So you want to introduce yourself? Um, I'm Michelle from King Coconut Books. And I just want to say thanks to these girls for inviting me. Yeah. Michelle. <laughs> Um, Michelle is a fellow Pittsburgher and is interested in starting a podcast with uh, another member of the book club we're in together, so I invited her to come on to our podcast and kind of see how we do it to learn, and plus today's topic is something that I thought she could um, have help in doing with us. So, um, Britt, you want to talk about today's topic? Sure. What we are doing today, guys, is we are going to give you some Book Expo America tips. Cassie is a veteran. She's been there two years, right? Two years? Michelle, have you gone at all yet? Yeah, two years. Okay, then I'm the baby of the group. You guys have both gone two years. Um, But there's always a lot of tips from different people. Everybody's different, so everybody kind of has a different outlook on things and the way they approach, I guess big people settings. I don't even know the right word. No, that's fine. I got big convention settings, I guess. Conferences, stuff like that. Yeah. So this is what we came together and decided to tell you a little bit about. I'm sure you'll see a bunch of um, you know, posts about it. This time of year they always pop up. Mm-hmm. We try to get some like original ones for you guys from our own experiences. And since we're all going together, it's yeah. also great because we will be there together as a group, and it's the best group ever. <laughs> I hope so. Definitely. We're going to have so much fun, and sorry to rub it in your guys' face, but we're going to have so much fun. <laughs> well, we'll tell you all about it, and I'm sure we'll have good, fun things to bring back. Um, but yeah, we're really excited about it, and a lot of times there's people who have never been before, or... People who are maybe interested in going in the future. So we thought we'd share some tips and tricks that can help you if you're thinking about going or this is your first time. Although now that's in Chicago, <laughs> you might not know. Oh, yeah. It could Everything be is going on. That's but, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but first, before we dive into that, as usual, we'll uh, start by talking about what we're reading. So what are you reading, Brett? Um, what I'm reading now is I'm actually doing the audiobook. I've had trouble reading books lately, so I've been doing all audiobooks, which is fine. But I am listening to Flamecaster by Cinda Williams Chima. She is awesome. I love all of her other books. This is a continuation of her Seven Realms series, but it can totally be read as a standalone. Like, I had no trouble. I haven't read the Seven Realms series in a long time, and I had no trouble at all just picking up kind of the history. But it's also a whole new set of characters, so it's like a totally new book. I think anybody who would want to read it would have a good time. It's very, um, it reminds me a lot of, like, Game of Thrones, but not quite as, like, bloody. But it has that intense, like, um... (sighs) explain it. intense rivalry for the for the throne uh-huh. and just backstabbingness and 
hidden magic and all that good stuff. And there's wolves and dragons too. Uh, you know, different versions called wolves and dragons. So it's pretty cool. I think anybody who likes high fantasy would definitely want to pick up on it. Cool. And I just finished Stardust by Neil Gaiman too. So I reread that just for fun. I thought it would help me get back into reading. And it kind of did. But I love that story so much. Another one, if you guys like fantasy, definitely read that. Yeah. What about you, Kathy? Uh, well, I am um, also doing a reread right now. I am rereading The Raven Cycle to prepare for The Raven King, which comes out in a couple of weeks. And I am both not ready and totally ready for. I'm so jealous. I'm rereading that. Oh, I'm just listening. Yeah, I'm just listening to the audiobooks mostly at work. So, um, the audio is actually really, really good. Britt, have you listened to the audio? No, but I, I downloaded the book. I'm going to start it right after I finish Flamecaster, actually. I got jealous when Cassie told me she was listening to it. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to do that right now, too. Because yeah. it's soon, like 16 more days. I'm counting down, literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really good narration. I'm kind of picky about my narration sometimes. We've talked about this. Like, uh, I wasn't sure I was going to like this narration at first. Because when I started it, I usually listen to all my audiobooks in 1.25. And so I started listening in that, and I was like, oh, I don't like it. But it was actually better slow uh, because... It's, you know, set in kind of Southern Virginia. There's a bit of a Southern drawl to their speech. And so when I started listening to it in the normal way, that's when I started getting it. And I really, really like it. I love his accent for Adam. It's really good. And Ronan, his, uh, it's so good. It's so, like, growly and, like, very Ronan. So I like it. I like it a lot. And it's such an atmospheric book anyway, like, I love Maggie's books for the atmosphere and the audiobooks for the Scorpio races was similar because it was so atmospheric that I think her writing style just fits really well with the audio format. I'm excited. Yeah, I feel um, But I'm also reading Lies We Tell Ourselves by Robin Talley, um, which is historical fiction set in uh, the 1950s, also in Virginia, coincidentally. Um, and I don't know. I think it's more like, um, it might be Southern. It's not specifically set where. It could be D.C. area, but it's about um, the integration of a white high school in the 1950s. And so there's a lot of, like, cultural stuff that makes you think and it's really good um yeah i like it and then i'm also reading an e-arc of uh a fierce and subtle poison by samantha mabry i could be mispronouncing that um but that it's like magical realism set in puerto rico uh and i'm not very far into it but i'm i'm liking the writing style so far Nice. I can't wait to read that one. I've had it for so yeah. long, and I myself that I hadn't read it yet. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm not, like, much into the plot stuff, but I think there's going to be some mystery elements, so that's cool. Michelle, what the heck are you reading, Michelle? <laughs> I don't know, guys. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, I just finished a book last night, so I'm just, like, trying to decide now. 
I have so many just sitting that I want to read, but then there's like new ones, and I picking books is hard for me. The infamous in between. Yeah. It is the last night I just finished our book on books, which was The Truth About Forever by Sarah Dustin, which I mean, I already read it, but mm. it was a reread. But I don't really remember, I didn't really remember it. Like, so it was kind of like first read. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But yeah, so if you have suggestions, we might be bad people because yeah. we're like fantasy fans. Yeah, well, I'm that. trying to do <laughs> new things. I'm trying to go outside of my normal. We are all fantasy people. Yeah, we're pretty. We're pretty serious about our fantasy. Yeah, I'm pretty (laughs) non-fantasy. You're you're more than me, but I'm also still like really. I'm just such a genre fiction person. Yeah, I don't even try to like. I keep telling myself I'm gonna read like some contemporary, and then <laughs> just I get the books and I look at them. I'm like, eh, rather not, and then move along. So I'm not even gonna lie to myself anymore. Maybe one day I will be, but why force it? If the shoe doesn't fit, psh. I mean, I like contemporary, but I just I'm weird, I guess, because I just don't like romance really that much. So I mean, it kind of like limits me what I'm into. Like I like stuff about important issues and like important feelings, you know, but not like love. I don't know. Not like blah blah <laughs> hard eyes at the point. Every now and again, but if it's just like too sugary I can't deal. But that's yeah. So I mean and I don't really like fancy that much. Well I mean I've liked what I've read, but I just get nervous. You know, trying new things. Yeah. Understandable. I'm, you know how I am about romance too. So now I'm like, okay. Maybe I can think of some things to recommend, though. Yeah. Well, we'll have to. Yeah. I mean, you can stare at my book. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, so now we'll talk about what's on the blog. Um, so what do you got going on in your blog, Michelle? Um, I don't know. I mean, nothing super exciting. Just that I, since I haven't really been reading that much, I have been blogging a lot and just, just playing around and having fun and... I mean, I'm going more, like, away from just strictly books, and I've been just blogging about, like, fun stuff, like fashion and, like, 90s pop culture, because I'm, like, you know. That's fine. <laughs> um, I'm feeling, like, the nostalgia just creeping upon me. And it just, I don't know, 90s is everywhere right now. I can't get away mm-hmm. from it, so I've just fully embraced it. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, just having fun blogging, which is weird because I've been kind of blah for the last year. Good. I'm glad you found a way to kind of make it fun again. I love reading posts like that. Like, I like reading book reviews, too, but I think I have more fun reading, like, the other stuff that people write because it's, like, something new. Like, how many reviews can you really read about Mm -hmm. the same book? Yeah, I like reading stuff with personality, more personal. Like, what you're watching, someone write about like what they're watching Netflix it's just like they usually talk about themselves and like where they're at what they're doing in their life more so than a book I I feel like agreed I'm stalking your blog right now by the way (laughs) what's on on your blog Britt nothing (laughs) I've just kind of been um dealing with life my son is graduating preschool did you know they have 
graduation ceremonies for preschool. I did. Uh, I have a funny story about my sister's preschool graduation that I can tell you later. Oh, man. It's crazy. They practice like four hours oh, a week. No. They don't graduate until June 10th. No, my son definitely wasn't that serious. <laughs> yeah, this, it's it's insane, right? That's crazy. I have to be there for it. I'm like, ugh, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't sign up for this, no. did I? But of course, you got to do the mom thing and be like, okay, I'll help. Whatever. So that's taken up a lot of my time. But also, I haven't been reading a lot, and I've been blowing through audiobooks, but I just don't feel like writing about them. So what I'm going to do is just do, like, a gang of mini-reviews and kind of bunch them together so I could just kind of clear out my cachet and start over, like, start fresh. Especially with BEA and all the books coming up, I could just be like, all right, bam, and get back to work. Or that's what I'm planning on doing. We'll see how it works out. Yeah. Yeah. I have been, it's funny because I've been really, really review heavy for the past couple weeks. So now I'm at a point where I have no reviews to do. You really have. Like, every time it goes on your blog, it's like something that just came out. I, I, well. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't save them up. I finish it and then I review it. Because I, I don't want to build up that cash. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah. so now I'm like, oh gosh, I have nothing for Monday because I just started all the books. And it's been a really busy weekend. Um, but so on Monday, I'll have some um, actually reviews of comics because I've been reading yeah. a lot of comics lately. I usually go through phases in like spring and summer. I read a lot of comics. Um, so I'll have a bunch of mini reviews of those comics. That's fun. Um, yeah. And then, you know, my usual, uh, you know, the books that I'm reading now review. Um, I just reviewed The Winner's Kit by Marie Rydkowski which was pretty good. Um, Elantris, well, actually, The Winner's Kiss was really good. I was down the last book? Yeah, yeah. It was a great finish. Um, and then I also reviewed Elantris by Brandon Sanderson. I've been talking about that book for, like, the past three podcasts now. <laughs> I finally finished it. I've reviewed it. It's done. Um, and then um, I also reviewed The Haters. Hey, Jesse Andrews. Did you like it? Uh, it was okay. It wasn't yeah, I mean, it was great, but uh, it wasn't as good as the other books. Yeah, so if you'd like it, I definitely say read this first book. Yeah, yeah, I need to read that one. But yeah, that's that's about it. Might have some fun stuff hopefully because I'm short on reviews, so we'll see. Cool. All right. Well. How about we dive right into our tips then? The real discussion. Um, yeah. yeah. So, it's if time. you are not familiar with Book Expo America, better known as BEA, the big publishing conference that happens every year, usually it's in New York, but this year it's in Chicago, uh, and it's May 11th through 13th. All the publishing houses will come, bring authors and they're usually their fall and sometimes winter releases to sort of spread the word. And um, it's a really awesome, fun, bookish event. Uh, so um, it can be a little overwhelming for both your uh, mental and physical health. Um, so we thought we'd offer up some tips. So who wants to start with their 
Um, what, uh, let's, we'll go in order. I'll go first, okay. sorry. I'll go first. I volunteer as trivia. <laughs> Alright, so the first tip is, and these are just tips, guys. These are just personal kind of preferences. You know, it's not law. Mm-hmm. This is not law. We're just talking. So this is just what worked best for us or what we plan on doing. Honestly, I was so overwhelmed by the people last year. I swore that I was not going to go to BEA again. I don't do well with large crowds, like, lumping into lines and stuff like that. But you know what? I just am putting that to the back of my mind. Yes, it's very crowded. Just be prepared. Prepare yourself for it, and you should be okay. And this year, the main thing I'm, I'm focusing on is my crew. My number one tip is gather your crew. I know it seems like it's going to be all about the books, and it totes is, but it's people that you are with that you will have the most memories with. So grab your friends, talk to people online that you know, that you want to hang out with, arrange, like, meetups, and that way you will have fun and something to focus on, because it's very easy to get, like, overwhelmed by all the bookish goodness, because it's just, it's insane. So gather your crew, guys. Cute. Mm-hmm. What's your first one, Michelle? Um, well, I was just going to say that, you know, I know a lot of people don't like the BAF, but I do. I mean, I've used it for the last two years, and I mean, definitely it could be better. Like, let's not, let's not lie about that. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, it's very helpful to keep organized what you're, like, I mean, it just has the whole schedule on there, and you can just, like, click the star, and it'll, like, save it for you, so, I mean, just, like, easy to just open up your phone, because you're, like, you'll be, you'll be standing there, and, like, there's just people, like, mobbing around you, and it's, like, where am I supposed to go, and, I mean, it's harder to get a paper out of your bag, I feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you could, there's other scheduling things you put on your phone, but I just found that easy, because it's already made for you. Yeah, I used the app my first year, and I thought it was good, helpful. And I actually looked at it, the, I downloaded it this year, and I looked at it a little bit, and it looks more cleaner and, like, streamlined. I haven't even looked so, at it this year. I downloaded it, but I didn't yeah. make it into it yet. Yeah, so it might be easier to understand, like, if you found it challenging in the past, still try it, see if it's any different. Um, and it gives you alerts, like, little alarms. Yeah, yeah. I need that in my life. Yeah. I mean, even just for like a backup, it would be nice. You know, I mean, if you're, I mean, some people are super organized and they have all their things, so they don't need it, but. Cassie. Well, I do want to say the other cool thing about the app is like if things change, it tells you. And like sometimes things will change day of or like a couple days before if you've been traveling and haven't been able to track the schedule. Um, So it, it has the alerts and it lets you know changes, so it's really good way to keep up. And last year, it alerted me to some like special drops that happened, like <laughs> randomly, like it, like when they did the was that last year they did the Shadowhunters like bag. Oh, I stuff? think it was two years ago. Okay, mm-hmm. well, whatever year they did the Shadowhunters like tote bags that they were giving yeah. out and all that and the shields or I don't know. Oh, was yeah. that Shadowhunters? I thought the shields. That was like, like Agnes. The new Rick Riordan. Yeah. Okay, well, they just, like, gave me alerts, like, yeah. like, come to this booth, we're getting this away, and I was like, right now, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> I, was so, I was so surprised they, like, told me. Cool. So, I mean, who knows, they could tell you about, like, galley drops or something, yeah. I mean, maybe. Yeah. 
Well, while you're <coughs> copying my name, I guess I can make my first step about being organized. <laughs> um, I'm, Perfect segue. Yeah. Um, so my first tip is to plan a lot in advance, but be ready to throw it all out the window. Um, I'm a crazy planner. Britt knows this because I like sent her my color-coded spreadsheet last year of like what I wanted to do and when. And I like knowing when I get there a plan of attack. Kind See, of. So people like me need people like you. Yeah. I don't plan at all. Exactly. I like, people like Cassie. Yeah. She make all the plans and then I just show up and be like, "What are we doing?" And then she tells me. That's how Britt is too. <laughs> exactly the same well i i get for the record i did have um a little color-coded thing that i actually copied cassie's but i would lose it like literally before we were even in the convention center door i lost mine so yeah but i think for me i like having a plan of attack i like knowing when i want to go places and when because it is super overwhelming. Like, when you get there, you oh, look at all the booths, and you see all the people, and you don't know where to go and what to do. And I like having that plan so that I have a guideline of what I want to do. And things will totally change. There'll be galley drops you didn't know about. There'll be too many people in line, and you have to wait. So I am a crazy planner ahead of time so that when I get there... I can just go with the flow rather than being overwhelmed by where do I go now. Yeah, um, no. yeah. I know everyone's different about their plans. Some people like to print out the list of everyone and highlight that and have like that full list with them. I just am really selective about it and I make my color coded spreadsheet. And then when I get there every day, I'll like change my plan at the last minute when I get there. <laughs> <laughs> when I, when I get the galley drop schedule or like I look through the um, the show daily will have sometimes drops that I'll like, I don't want to go to Passenger. I'm going to go to Armada instead. And, you know, just like totally change my plan when I'm sitting in line waiting because that's just kind of what I you have to do because you never know. Agreed. And you know what? Sometimes you'll go get a book and it'll happen so quick that you then have a bunch of leftover time you allotted for something. Yeah. So it is really good to, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't, I couldn't see not trying to plan at least a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, definitely be flexible. Because some of the coolest things I got over the last few years were things I was just walking past and someone was like, hey, like they're giving this away or like, hey, yeah. there, there's this. And then I stopped and I was like, okay. Yeah, like sometimes there'll be in-booth signings that you didn't know about. I got one of my most anticipated books of the year. I didn't even know it was going to be at BEA. I just saw a person holding it, and I was like, where did you get that? And I <laughs> dropped everything and ran to Penguin. And, and it was, yeah, that happened to me, too. Two yeah. different times with people that I had no idea they were even at BEA. Yeah. And then I'm like, it was a secret. Yeah, yeah. it's great. So, yeah, you totally have to be flexible, but it's good to have a plan of attack at the same time. That is good. I guess this kind of, um, it doesn't really transition, but I'm going to pretend it does. So, you're with your group of friends. You have a group that you've gone with, but don't be stuck with your flock. Like, you don't have to follow your friends around. If there's something you want to do, Cassie is 
professional at this. If there's something else you want to do, just go do yeah. it. If you have to walk around by yourself, don't be so scared. Like, just do I it. walk around by like, myself like 80% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, I'm here for the books and I'm going to get the books I want to get. Yeah. I'm, like, really ditching the group. (laughs) Like, even if we're going to the same place, I'll be like, okay, bye. That's funny. But you know what? If you can do, just designate, like, a spot that's, like, central to a lot of things and say, hey, look, if we're separated, let's meet here at this time. So, because it it is really hard to find people again Mm -hmm. once you kind of split up. um, Once you have free time. Yeah. So having a spot helps to find your people. But don't be afraid to strike out on your own. Yeah. I felt like don't you could talk to anybody in line. Yeah. yeah. So it was always okay. It wasn't like scary to be by yourself. It was a little intimidating if you get lost, but yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You can always ask for directions. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to meet people too when you're by, like when you're just randomly in line by yourself. Like that's how I met so many people. Because sometimes when you're with a big group of people, other people don't feel like, comfortable coming and saying hi. So yeah, you're just going by yourself, your... like, I mean, other people are just sitting there by themselves, and, I don't know, I met a lot of friends that way. Yeah. Yeah, that was my turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say, like, going on, just being with all your friends and everything, to take a lot of pictures, like, take all the pictures, because every year I come back, and I'm always disappointed that I don't have very many pictures, I mean... I have a few with certain authors that I just had to get, but, you know, I wish I had pictures of everything I did. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, just don't be afraid to, like, be that annoying person that's, like, taking the pictures. Like, who cares? Just do it. Yeah. Because you'll have it forever. Yeah. I My first year, I regretted not taking pictures, so last year I was that annoying person that was like, hey, can I get a picture with you? Yeah. So, and I, I mean, there were even some that I would forget, but... I felt like, you know, I had a lot of them afterwards. And a lot of times there'll be like a publicist, publicist, the author that can take pictures right. of you. They're really helpful, yeah. Yeah. So. But sometimes I get to the front of the line and I like panic. I'm like, oh no, I, I can't. I just don't feel like asking right now. I feel, yeah. I feel some kind of way about it. Yeah. And so I just like won't. And then I get home and I'm like, I can't believe I met so and so and I didn't get a picture of it. I know. <laughs> and, you know, just, just take the picture. Just do yeah. it. Um, but anyway, my next tip is, uh, good transition. Uh, my biggest tip is to own the awkward. Like, don't worry about asking the author for a picture with them. Don't worry about like going up to random people who are off by themselves or, you know, don't worry about saying weird fangirly things to authors or fellow bloggers. Just like be yourself and say what you want to say and do what you want to do and just like own it. Um, I it's think, hard though. It yeah, hard. it's totally hard. And I think like I am, I'm used to small talking and uh, you know, I'm, I'm not one to have extended conversations with people. So I am really good at just being like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? You want to watch my stuff? Um, <laughs> But, You're really good at chatting up authors, though. Yeah, yeah, chatting up authors. Yeah, I, I usually try to think of, like, one weird thing to say to them, Um, you know, just to be like, yeah. <laughs> think of a weird thing to say? Yeah, I do. But she does a really good job, though, and it comes out so, it's the weird thing, and it comes out so naturally. And I'm just like, oh, my God. If I say weird things, they're just weird. 
Like, yeah, I, right? It's not like, a, it's not like a weirdo. She does yeah. it and it sounds like witty and funny. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you. I told Leigh Bardugo last year that um, I really liked Ruin and Rising, uh, but the ending was so... There was so much, like, stress that I had to go read it in my bathtub because that's my safe zone. And I, like, didn't have a bath. I just, like, sat in the bathtub with all my clothes on reading the book because that's where I feel safe. And she, (laughs) like, I told Lee Bardugo I read her book in my bathtub with all my clothes on, (laughs) just, like, sitting in the bath. And it's the most awkward thing ever. But she laughed and thought it was funny. And no, when I say stuff like that, they're like, "What?" (laughs) Yeah, I I have said stuff like that to authors, (laughs) and usually I'm like, like crickets. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's definitely weird. Like I saw Gregory Maguire BA last year, and then he came here, and then I saw him at BA again, and I went up and I said, "We gotta stop meeting like this. People are getting suspicious." And he's like. (laughs) Um, yeah. I love it. <laughs> so, it definitely yeah. is, like, sometimes <laughs> awkward, but I'm just used to kind of owning it. But I also think, like, owning your awkward is don't be embarrassed about not talking to people. Like, yeah. if you are just, like, off doing your thing and you're not necessarily, like, interested in meeting all the cool kids or (laughs) talking to that person that you really admire, that's totally fine too. Like just be yourself and you'll have so much fun and enjoy yourself if you just relax and be you. Yeah. Like don't stress about it. I have, I like, I didn't have a problem talking to authors. You know what I had a problem with talking to like, bloggers that I admire mm-hmm. like I couldn't think of anything to say because I feel like such a herb like hey oh my god I love your blog but you know what if somebody said that to me I would be like over the moon so I don't know why in my head I felt like weird about it, it. Sounds dumb, though. oh yeah. my god I love your blog mm-hmm. yeah it's like I don't know to, I don't know what to say and then I'm like and then I stand there awkwardly for a minute and then I just turn around like <laughs> okay bye <laughs> yeah but it's okay like it's okay to say those things because I'm sure they get it all the time yeah so. Or maybe they don't, and you will, like, absolutely make their day. Exactly. Yeah, if somebody said that to me, I'm like, really? really Yeah, right? I have two. You have a reader? (laughs) I feel like the only people who read my blog are, like, Kelly. (laughs) Me, I do. Yeah, you. You guys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Are we... Yes, we are. All right, so I guess the next one we'll go with is, um... Be mindful of what you're packing because, you know, books are heavy and they take up a lot of room. And I know Chicago is like a huge city, but New York was super easy because I'm, I don't know, I'm from Pennsylvania, so I could just bust it up. I didn't have to worry about uh, baggage check and weight limitations and all that stuff, but they have them on flights. You have to pay extra. I, I think you can't go over 50 pounds. I don't know what international flights are like, but. Um, domestic is, I think, 50 pounds, and they charge you, like, a buttload of money. Mm-hmm. So, like, try to pack travel-size items or outfits that can transition easily from day to night and lots of layers because, you know, the weather can be weird this time of year. Just try not to be too bogged down with a bunch of stuff. Um, and make sure you check your flight for, like, weight restrictions, too, so you know ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And I really suggest 
getting a luggage scale. They're like these little thing, little handheld things where you can weigh your suitcases. So that way you kind of know what you're dealing with and how much room you have to put where. I'm definitely going to be picking up one of those. Do you, you guys have a, do you guys have a luggage scale? No. I'll take the train. Yeah, I don't think it'll matter for me. Oh, little nuggets. <laughs> you're not. I'm fine. <laughs> but I'm fine. Well, Michelle, are you fine? No, I'm doing the train. I'm fine. I like train. And I don't think they have, like, weight limits. And you can check two bags. So. I do have a tip though like the first year I got all those books and I put them I I had brought an extra bag to put the books in which is like a shoulder bag sort of and for some reason I I did that and I almost broke my shoulder and my mom when I got home was like why didn't you put the books in the rolling suitcase in your clothes in the shoulder bag like the duffel bag thing and I'm like duh so I mean I definitely suggest like trying to take your clothes out of your suitcase with your books in there yeah. I mean, until you took 50 pounds, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, or like balance it out. That's what I was just thinking. Like, don't put all your books in one bag, put them in two. Yeah. And that way you're kind of balancing things out. But yeah, I'm planning to bring an extra bag that I can load up with books. Um, so, but yeah, that's really good on, on the luggage and paying attention to that. I know that was an issue when I was flying international back in college and how I had to like throw stuff away because I was over the limit oh, no. with weight. So I'm like throwing away pants and ah. jeans are really heavy. Spoiler alert. I would try. Jeans are really heavy. But yeah, that's a good, good tip. Okay. Um, so I guess I'll talk about clothes since we're talking about clothes. Kind of. mm-hmm. Um, but I know a lot of people, I've read on a lot of blogs, people talking about, like, dressing up and blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. Like, I really didn't see that many people dressed up last year. I mean, year before, more so I did, but not really. I mean, just be comfortable. Like, And um, I don't know. The weather is earlier this year, so I feel like it's going to be cold. So I would just dress like comfortable and warm and don't worry about wearing dresses unless you want to wear a dress. Like, I like to wear dresses, so I probably will but like I'm definitely gonna wear shorts under my dresses like I don't care because last year I was like pulling my dress down like trying to squat on the floor like without showing everybody my goods yeah so and I saw a girl wearing like little like biker shorts type things underneath her dress and I'm like oh my god like, this is the best idea ever so I'm doing that this year yeah that's good yeah I think the, the dress yeah. code I usually operate under is the business casual um, and my business casual is much more on the casual side. Like, I work for a nonprofit. I wear jeans, like, yeah. three or four times a week. Like, these jeans that I'm wearing yeah. now like are, nice like, jeans. a dark fine. denim. Yeah, totally, totally fine. fine. Like, dark denim and a nice shirt. You look just as professional as if you're wearing, like, a dress. Um, it's not like a – you don't have to wear, like, a suit or anything. Um, and mm-hmm. sort of – I mean, no one wears sweatpants. But, yeah, you yeah. Know, or, or like fans. your fandom t-shirt. I would yeah. not suggest wearing, you know, your Game of Thrones map t-shirt. But um, don't worry about, like, getting super fancy. And my sort of tip on that, too, is comfortable shoes. Yeah. Like, don't, if you are wearing a dress, you can totally still wear 
sneakers or like whatever comfortable shoes because you're gonna be on your feet for a really long time. Yeah, I mean I totally wear like Converse. Yeah. And flip flops. So. Yeah. 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 The shoes are. Yeah. Shoes are key. Comfortable shoes are key. Um. So. And bring like thingies for your feet, like band aids and blister stuff, mm-hmm. and just. Trust me, you're gonna need them. No matter what you wear, you will. You or one of your friends yeah. will probably need yeah. them. So. Uh, another tip that I heard from somebody uh, else, actually a Nikki friend of ours, um, said that in terms of shoes, bring an extra pair of shoes and change into them afterwards. Like, don't wear the same shoes all day because you'll get blisters and like stuff and you know, bring like a flip-flop or whatever for the afternoon so we can have something to change into, so. Smart. Yeah, That's I feel like idea. flip-flops should always be in your bag. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, in warm weather, just period, all done. Yeah. That's my thing, so. Yeah. Um, so my tip that kind of goes with that is just to take care of yourself. Uh, wear comfortable shoes, sit down, relax. You're going to be on your feet all day. Um, take any chance you can get to just, like, get away and decompress and, like, take care of yourself. Drink lots of water. Bring a water bottle. Fill it up throughout the day. My first year, after the first day, I was so exhausted, and I honestly think it was dehydration because the next day I was drinking lots of water, and I felt much better. Uh, so, you know, Treat it like you're doing a lot of exercise. I know it sounds weird, but, you know, you got to take care of your body and drink lots of water, eat snacks. Don't forget to eat lunch. Um, yeah, like, go eat lunch and, like, take five. Yeah. You know, like, don't, like, try to eat lunch in line or whatever. Just, like, go sit and eat and chill out. And you're yeah. not going to miss, you know, you can't do everything. Yeah. Yeah, if you sit down for 15 minutes, the world yeah. is not going to end, you're gonna for get sure. So much and you need it. Cool stuff. Yeah, you're going to so many cool authors. Like, you're not going to miss out on something if you just go take, like, a 20-minute lunch. Yeah. Good plan, guys. Yeah. You should definitely take care of yourself. You come first. Don't worry about, you know, missing out on, I got to get to one more signing or, you know, take care of you. Number one. That's a good tip. <laughs> What's your next one, Brett? All right. My, my next tip is for bubbleheads like me, put, like, designate a small case or a pocket or something important, maybe like a folder, I don't even know, find something, and keep your important documents in them, safely tucked away. I was so all over the place last year, losing my passes, my license, like I just was a constant mess of something being lost and trying to dig through like five bags at once while you're in line with a bunch of people is like, one, it's embarrassing. And number two, I lose even more stuff that way. So just have like something where you know, okay, this is where all my stuff is. It is here. It's not spread out. It is all in one place. And then you'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, especially to your phone, like, know where your phone is. Yeah. Yes. yes, I was constantly, like, digging for my phone. Yeah. And, like, thinking I was getting, like, cracked by books. Yeah. 
But yeah, it's a good tip. Yeah, definitely. Okay, um, my next tip is I don't want to be like a downer, but I just want to get everybody's expectations like on a good level for just the way people are. Like we talked earlier about like owning your awkward and like not being afraid to talk to people. But I just want I just know when I the first year I went to BEA I was all like sunshine and rainbows and unicorns and happiness and I thought like I would meet all the bloggers and all the best friends and it would be amazing and we could just sit around and talk about books and I mean I don't know what kind of world I was living in, <laughs> but uh, it wasn't really like that. I mean, there's a lot of friendly people. People will be super friendly, but some people just aren't friendly. It's just not their personality. Like, or they're shy or whatever. So, I don't know. Like, just don't... I just would say, like, just don't let it, like, hurt your feelings. If you're, like, so excited to say hi to somebody and they're like, ugh, hi. Like, and they're just not... Yeah, don't feel right. loved. Like, because some people... Sometimes what I perceive as, like, rudeness is just someone being shy. Yeah. And that could totally be it, you know? But, and then there's some people that, I mean, to be honest, there are some people who are like, these are my friends and these are the only friends I want to have. And, like, I don't want to talk to other people. There are people like that. So, I mean, just don't get your feelings hurt about it. Because there's so many other people that are friendly and are going to embrace you and say, like, be friends, I don't know, talk, whatever. So. Yeah, I think that's totally true. Like, I remember... There was somebody who I really wanted to talk to, and I just sort of attacked them. And they were like, I'm sorry, I really can't talk to you. I have to go to this thing, but it's really nice. I, I gotta yeah. go. Like, And they felt bad about it right. because they thought that they were snubbing me. And I was like, no, no, it's totally cool. Like, I understand. Like, people are busy. They're rushing to whatever. Or, like, people are shy. We're internet people. Yeah. Like, nerds yeah yeah, like we're shy yeah we feel much more comfortable behind our computer screen or like chatting on twitter and also like you know sometimes people are not there to meet people they're there to learn about books and that's totally fine yeah it was just like some people i saw on their blogs being like oh my god i want to meet everybody like don't be afraid to come and say hi to me and then i would like say hi and they're like oh hi and then that was it i'm like oh like, I thought you wanted to meet all the people. So, I don't know. And I guess I, guess I sort of, like, felt, I don't know. I just felt a type of way about it. So, and I shouldn't have. So, that's my fault. Like, just, just go with it. Okay. And another thing is, too, a lot of times I felt like last year, like, my energy was really low. And, like, I was with my friends, like, with you guys. So, it was okay if I didn't talk. But if somebody would have approached me when I was, like, at the end of the day, like, tired, I would have been kind of, like, blah, too. Yeah. Because you're at, like, the butt crack of dawn. You're on your feet all day. It's exhausting. And people, by the end of the day, even by, like, the end of the trip, like, Friday, I felt like everybody was just, like, totally content to not talk to each other because we were all yeah. so exhausted. So that's a big part of it, too. It affects people different ways. Yeah. So but just if you're like rolling 10 deep with your friends and like somebody comes up and says hi to you like even if you're tired like make an effort like be nice because you don't know how much they had to psych themselves up to come up and say hi you know some people are shy we're all awkward like let's all be friendly yeah that's good advice um so my next one i'm gonna totally change the tap or uh, the topic is uh, 
prioritize and be selective. So back to the, like, there's tons of books. You're going to get a lot of books, more books than you know what to do with, um, you know, and making your schedule and planning things out. Sometimes you just have to say no to things uh, and decide what you need to have. Absolutely top priority. Can't leave without it. And do that first and then go from there. Uh, my first year, I came back with like so many more books than I knew what to do with because I just, there were books everywhere. And I was like, oh, it's a book and it's free, you know, and then I didn't read most of them. And they're just like sitting on my shelf taking up space. So um, don't be afraid to be like, I'm not going to read this. So I'm not going to take it. You have to kind of decide for you what you're interested in and pick those books. And it's okay. Like, I know some people who went in like, oh, all day and I only got six books. And then there are other people who are like, are you serious? I got like 40 books. So just kind of figure out what you want and prioritize that and don't be afraid to not take a book. You don't have to take everything. Just you're there to find things that you're interested in reading and reviewing and, um, you know, don't, don't, don't go nuts, I guess, because it's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's totally hard. Yeah. It, it's, it's really hard. And I think a lot, like a lot of people who I talk to have that thing, like, I, but I might read it, you know, and you never know, but yeah, I just, I think that you need to kind of decide what you have to, have to, can't leave without this book, um, and start there and then go out. Yes, my bookshelves and my arms were a lot happier with me the second year when I was more cheesy, so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. might have given you one for a friend but you spoke to them like if you see there's two books left don't be greedy and grab them both like come on there's tons of people there like just try and be mindful of the people around you like my next tip is and I really can't believe that I have to say this because we're all adults but don't be rude like don't push in front of people to get to the book or I can't tell you how many times last year I saw like people shoved out of the way and somebody else would just grab a book. I've not seen it, but I've heard people got books taken out of their hands. Like, come on, like really they're books. They're going to come out at some point. It's not that serious. Yeah. Oh my God. I had that happen to me with a Captain Underpants book I was trying to get for my kid. Oh my God. I'm like, Captain really? Underpants are fighting out with Captain Underpants. Oh my God. I was like, just take it. I yelled at somebody last year. I mean, I yelled at a lot of people last year because there was multiple lines and people were cutting and like really annoyed. And I was just at one of those points where I was exhausted and tired. And I just yelled, we'll all get the book. Chill out. <laughs> and like, in the I believe. Was it? Yeah. That was me. It was Lair of Dreams. Yeah. I yeah, was, that was me. I was like 10 people ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, 
everybody, there's a lot of people that will line up and have been there since like six in the morning. It's not cool to just like roll to the front of the, the, the line. Your blog is not more important than anybody else's blog there. No. Whether you think so or not. Mm -hmm. So like, I, I felt like I would try and do this thing where the, if there was a group behind me and I was like the lone person in line, I would say, hey, you know what? Just want to let you guys know my seven girls are coming and I'm holding the spot. Just a heads up. Because a lot of people do hold spots for people, but I feel like if you just say something, it kind of takes a lot of the edge off instead of just seeing, like, ten people roll up in front of you in, like, a ticketed line. Because that kind of sucks, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, is, if you're not of it, just try and be the best. Like, don't hold a spot for 20 people. Come mm. on. Like, come on, man. That's not cool. And it's sad to see, like, bloggers you look up to act like that and just waltz to the front of the line. Even when they had been repeatedly told to go to the back of the line, but whatever. Yeah, and like the inbooth so, signings, never, me the wrong way. And the in signings, they never like. I don't want to say never, but they. A lot of times they don't. They're not organized. Like they, they're like we don't want people lining up before like twenty minutes before the signing, yeah. but people do. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just feel like you have to be respectful that somebody maybe was sitting there for an hour, you know, and yeah. even though they said they weren't like making a line, I don't know. I just feel like yeah. You have to common yeah. sense. Yeah. And just for the record, if you push me, I will trip you. Just so you know. Throw it. This I've been to other conventions though, like where they're giving away free things and this this one is a lot, like nicer than I mean I went I've went to a purse show before. I mean like people were like getting trampled. So mm -hmm. I mean this is a lot better. Yeah. I might fight somebody for Yeah, I mean no, I mean there was. There were mates fights. <laughs> That might happen in real life. <laughs> well, um, what's your last one? Yeah. Um, I was just going to say that, I mean, this isn't really a good tip, I guess, but just um, about, like, I know that, I don't know if everybody knows, but you can bring suitcases to the convention center, at least you put in New York. I don't know if you look in Zuby in Chicago that closely yet. But, so you can, like, park a suitcase like at a little stand and they'll hold it for you and you can like go back and forth and dump your books. I don't know. Have you met? Yeah, yeah. Have I you suggested Um, I like it. I'm not asking, like I know some people I think this also helps that I was a I'm a little bit more selective now about what I get. I will maybe go once a day just to sort of like ditch whatever I have, get away from the crowd and just mm -hmm. like chill out and like start over but I like I know a lot of people like to just like go back and forth and um I like to take the wheeling suitcase because it's easier to transport does it cost money day. it does mm -hmm. it's like a couple bucks like, okay. I think three dollars to check the bag um because I just like don't like carrying around right. stuff but so basically it's not a tip I was just going to say that you know that's available if you don't like to carry around heavy bags. I've never done it, so, you know, I haven't had a problem carrying around a heavy tote bag, but, I, I mean, my shoulders did hurt, so mm -hmm. I, I don't think it would be a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah I love the yeah, bag test. You do the bag test? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just bring a small, exactly like Michelle said, a small little rolling suitcase. Mm -hmm. I don't know... I don't really know Chicago. I know where well, our hotel is connected to the convention center, so we don't have to travel far. But in New York, like, walking around with a rolling suitcase, 
was not fun, but having to carry oh. all those books would have been a lot less fun. Like, so. you often see people around the convention who have their, like, crazy tote bags, and I would just always be like, oh my gosh, they look so heavy, and, you know, it's much easier to wheel a suitcase than carry all of them. Yeah. Yeah, books have to be fast. Yeah. Um, so my last tip sort of goes off what, um, Britt was saying about lines and don't cut and stuff. Um, and what Michelle was saying about, uh, people lining up really early. That's actually my last tip is to line up early and often, um, because people will typically line up an hour and a half before a signing. If it's a big offer, right. Yeah. Maybe it's just like yeah. a new not known author. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a big like, you know, they're you know the ones that like everybody wants. Whether it's a name author some you could just go onto Twitter like on the BEA hashtag and yeah. you'll know which authors are gonna be crowded. Yeah, yeah. Um so like definitely line up early for those people and when you get there find out where the line is. Uh, they don't like you lining up early, but often people have, like, these pre-lined huddles or these not-aligned lines. And, um, you know, I definitely suggest checking around the signing area to see if there's a line already forming. And if it's one of your top priority ones, definitely get in the line right away. And that's a good opportunity to just, like, sit down, drink water, chill out, maybe go to the bathroom, um, ask somebody to hold your spot in line while you do drink water, go to the bathroom. Uh, but just know that like people line up really early for stuff. I know in the past, like I've missed out on in booth signings or like getting tickets for stuff because I didn't know that the line was starting already. Like I really wanted to do an in booth signing for Rainbow Rowell and I went to do something else, got back and there was like a hundred people in line. And so I, like, all right, I don't have time for that. I guess I'm not meeting her. Same, so. <laughs> same timing, same problem. Yeah. So just be aware that, especially for big stuff, lines start really early. Don't be afraid to get in line if it's a top priority thing. Uh, don't be afraid to ask to be the first person in line either. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And if you see, like, if they tell you that you're the first person in line and you see other people, like, huddling around, like, tell them. Yeah, you know, it'll like take care of all the misunderstandings and problems. Just be like, I was already told I was the first. Yeah. So don't be afraid to speak up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know how many times I went to like a signing and a publicist or whoever was like, "Oh, we're not taking like a line yet." So I like yeah. left and came back ten minutes later, and then the line was like forever long. Yeah. You know? I was just like, I was just here ten minutes ago yeah. and you told me no. Like it is yeah. that's infuriating. And right. I don't want to get mad. You know, it's not worth it, but yeah. it's hard. Yeah. Because you want it to be fair. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like hopefully they'll be organized this year. And ch- and then hopefully it's a different location. Maybe it'll be a little New York's intense. New York's yeah. an intense place yeah. just by nature. So maybe Chicago will be a little more chill. We'll see. Yeah, I'm wondering if there's even going to be as many people, you know? Yeah. I've heard a lot of people aren't going to be able to make it out there. So yeah. it might be less crowded. It might be more organized. Who knows? Yeah, we don't know what the space is like or no. how it'll be it's set up so... or, like, what the people are like. Because 
you know, so it depends on sometimes the publicist or whoever the volunteer is running that line. And, you know, some are more organized than others. Like, I was super impressed with Penguin's in-booth signings last year. Like, I thought they had everything unlocked. And then there are other, you know, publishers who are just like, I'm not really sure. And then they figure it out as they go. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, but I think, like, get in line early, and like you said about you might not think that there's a line, but there could be a fake line line. Yeah. So ask, ask around, around, see what people are waiting for. I typically, like, don't actually ask the person, the, like, volunteer or publicist or whatever. I ask the, like, attendees who are sitting around, like, hey, what do you mind for? Okay, cool. You know, and get in line there, and, you know... If you're the first person or the 20th person, totally fine. Like, you're going to get the book. Don't worry about being the first in line. But don't, but yeah, I think you're right, Britt. If you want to start the line, just start it. Yeah, start it. So, last tip look out for the fake line line. Yeah. Not a line line. Not a line line. Yeah. Or the not a line huddle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was quite a few where they were like, oh, this, we're in line. And then they were like, uh, it was like probably 50 people deep. And they're like, this isn't a line. Yeah. <laughs> over there. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> Just pay attention. Ask around. Talk to people. Everybody's there for the same thing. Mm-hmm. So they get it. You like, definitely spend not- a lot of time being like, what are you here for? Like, yeah. who are you in line for? And, yeah. What's this line for? Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. What are they giving away? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, sometimes you won't even know, and you'll be like, oh, sweet, that's there? Cool. Yeah. So ask ask people what they're doing, and that'll clear up a lot of misunderstandings, I think. All right. Well, that's all we have. Um, So thank you all for listening. And if you have any tips and tricks, be sure to let us know. And if you're coming to BEA, let us know. And... um, you know, we want to say hi, and we do want to say hi. We want yeah. to say hi to you. Yeah. Come I want talk to say to hi, us. and I'm serious. I'm not just saying yeah. it. Yeah, we want to talk to you. So let us know if you're coming, and definitely come up to us and say hi. Yeah, and if you see us in a big group, like, don't be afraid to come say hi. Like, I will ditch the group. I already said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody in our group's really I nice, that. too. So I love you. No, I mean, also, like, our group is really nice, and everyone definitely wants to meet new people or bring new people into the group, so. Yeah, there's, like, new bloggers. I haven't met anybody yet. I want to meet you. If you're new, I want to meet you. Yeah, definitely. So say hi. And also, thank you to Michelle for being here and helping us. Thanks for having me. Sorry, I'm, I don't know. No, you're great. You're awesome. Be quiet. You're awesome. (laughs) Uh. But uh, come back in two weeks. We'll have a really, really special post for our next one. Uh, Super duper special. Like, you guys, you can't miss this. It is huge. A surprise guest that you guys are going to love. Can't say anymore because it's a secret. Secret. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all. And we'll talk to you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.